Hey everyone, this is Steve from Experience Milwaukee. First, before we get into this next episode with Milwaukee Film CMO Sarah Meany, uh, just thanks for listening. The response to the podcast has been so overwhelmingly kind and we really appreciate it. If you want to, you can catch us on Instagram at experiencemke. Happy to have you follow along there as well. Um, And if you haven't yet been there, uh, you don't know, or maybe you've seen it in other places, uh, we do have Experience Milwaukee t-shirts on sale now for $20. And if you're interested, email me at steve at experiencemilwaukeepodcast.com. I can get you the details on how to get one of those shirts. Uh, They're pretty cool looking and uh, super comfy and soft. Um, One other thing, check us out live during Milwaukee Startup Week on November 7th at Transfer Pizzeria Cafe in the back where our little studios are. Uh, Details are on eventbrite.com. Just search Experience Milwaukee once you get there. And speaking of Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, huge thanks to them, our sponsor. Uh, As I mentioned, we do have, well, a little makeshift studio there where we do many of our recordings when we can. Um, and also want to thank Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater for supplying the intro and outro music. And you can find them on Facebook easily just by searching uh, their name, Black Belt Theater. And with that, here's our conversation with Sarah Meany from Milwaukee Film. Hey everyone, it's Steve from Experience Milwaukee Podcast, and today we're sitting down with Sarah Meany, who's the Chief Marketing Officer at Milwaukee Film. And uh, not only is it a great thing for the city, but it's also recognized nationally and maybe even broader, but we'll learn more from Sarah. So Sarah, can you give us a little background on Milwaukee Film in general? I would be happy to. This year, 2018, is Milwaukee Film's 10th annual film festival. It's our 10th birthday. Uh, And that's a really big deal for us, obviously, as we celebrate going into 10 years of building and growing a community gathering organization. Uh, But it also marks a milestone in that um, the organization itself has grown significantly in that very short period of time. The organization began Uh, to put on a world-class film festival and to gather community around film as an art form and a a cultural uh, platform. But since that day, 10 years ago, the organization has grown to include professional a professional development organization called Milwaukee Filmmaker Alliance, which launched in uh, the end of 2017. Uh, And we've also since taken over the historic Oriental Theater, which is truly an iconic and historic building within Milwaukee and a destination in its own right. So this year we celebrate a lot and a festival that is currently ranked as the ninth largest film festival in the country, which is incredible that only after 10 years we have reached that status. We're very proud of that and we're really excited to continue to see that growth and engagement happen throughout the city. Awesome. So uh, lots of activities, I th- it sounds like, ongoing all the time for people who are coming to visit, but especially for people who live here and can enjoy it as well. So 
for those who are new or or visiting Milwaukee, where is the Oriental Theater? The Oriental Theater is located at a true crossroads on the east side, just north of the downtown area of Milwaukee. Um, it's been known, that neighborhood has been known as a crossroads for a very long time. In fact, um, there was an iconic drug store that also had a, um, a, a food counter and kind of an everything store called Oriental Drug, located right next to the Oriental Theater, uh, that many people from Milwaukee have stories about and remember having gone there with a grandparent or a relative or friends. And truly, that was where everyone in the city uh, you could meet anyone of any um, any background, and it really was a melting pot of the city of Milwaukee. Now, while Oriental Drug is no longer in business, uh, the Oriental Theater is still going strong. So it was opened first in 1927 and uh, has changed hands over the decades. But now we, as the leaseholders for the next 31 years, Milwaukee Film will be restoring it to its original glory and really bringing it up to speed with uh, modern technology so that everyone can enjoy um, the best of film, both 35 millimeter and 70 millimeter film, as well as 2K and 4K digital projection. Uh, that's a wonderful experience for anyone who knows anything about film, but it also means that we are unique, even in the country, to be able to show archival quality films. So the plan is to continue what the Oriental Theater is best known for. One, it's architecture. This place is crazy. It is so beautiful inside. It is unlike anything else. Um, and it's really one of very few cinema palaces that is still intact from its heyday. Um, many uh, uh, media outlets have actually ranked it as a top 10 cinema palace in the country, and it remains true today. We plan to continue first run independent and American classics, as well as kind of a, uh, a calendar house of art house films, foreign language films, documentary films, and truly uh, an opportunity for local Milwaukee filmmakers to showcase their content. One of the important tenets of Milwaukee Film that we were founded on is also uh, the belief that film is an incredible gathering tool, an educational tool, uh, and we continue that through educational programming and outreach with um, now, since 2010, our educational programs have reached nearly 50,000 students from uh, the city of Milwaukee who have had an opportunity to experience film and talk about film through curriculum developed with their, uh, their teachers and using film as an opportunity to open eyes and change our world views uh, from a very young age. So frankly, the Oriental Theater is a place where all of that can happen. And if you have never been to the Oriental Theater, trust me when I say you're missing out. You'll walk in and never see a movie theater quite the same again. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I, I, I'm contemplating this next question, but because it's, it's becoming more and more obvious of uh, what the answer will be. I mean, there's so many great things that Milwaukee Film uh, does uh, regularly, but is also in doing um, and having impact on the community, positive impact on the community. But I'll ask anyway, so what attracted you to Milwaukee Film, and can you tell me a bit about your role with the organization? I would be happy to. So I first got involved in Milwaukee Film uh, because a friend 
pulled me along to one of the earliest Milwaukee Film Festivals uh, almost 10 years ago. And I went as as an attendee, as an audience member, and I thought, what in the heck is this? And how did I not know about this before this moment? Soon after, uh, through an old friend, I was introduced to Jonathan Jackson, who is now the CEO and artistic director of Milwaukee Film, uh, and he and I became fast friends. Uh, very quickly, I got involved from a marketing and communications standpoint, kind of helping advise on uh, where the organization was intending to go, and then he asked me to join the board of directors. So I joined the board of directors um, in, gosh, nearly seven years ago, uh, and the organization has changed so much since then. So being a member of the board seven years ago um, had a very different connotation than it does today. Milwaukee Films board of directors today is uh, in incredibly uh, powerful, very influential, and incredibly engaged. Um, of the boards of directors that I have experienced and sat on, this one was by far the most fun, by far the most engaged, and frankly, one of the most impressive um, gatherings of business leaders and community leaders that I had seen you know, standing behind and supporting a nonprofit. So after, you know, six years of sitting on the board um, and the organization was experiencing a lot of growth and a lot of shifts in preparing for taking over the Oriental Theater uh, and planning for the renovation of that space, in launching the Milwaukee Filmmaker Alliance and a true economic development and job creation initiative uh, through the filmmaking economy, the opportunity to become the organization's first chief marketing officer came up. And uh, when it came up in conversation, uh, I, I kind of reached out to Jonathan right away and I said, I think I know someone who might want that job. Uh, and the conversation began there. And truly, after, after the, you know, the search efforts and a thorough interview process and a lot of really wonderful and qualified candidates, I was selected to become the chief marketing officer. And I've never looked back. Uh, the shift for me from working in, you know, the for-profit advertising agency side of things here in Milwaukee, um, things are things are different from the inside of a nonprofit, uh, and yet by no means is it any slower paced or, uh, you know, less going on, but instead I'd argue even more so. So it, it, it is a, a wonderful shift for me and something really exciting to do something I have been so passionate about and so involved in for so long that I can now um, call it my day job and uh, put my passion uh, into what I do every day. Cool. And I could not think of a better person, a better fit for the role um, just knowing your uh, your background and expertise and your leadership in marketing and everything agency side you mentioned, but even broader than that, um, your true sincere commitment to the community for so long. So congrats, and because uh, I've never said it before, but congrats on the role, and sure. Um, uh, so with that uh, lens, no pun intended, um, of Milwaukee film and your passion around it. Um, what in and out of that do you love about Milwaukee? And what are your, um, you don't have to pick favorites, but what are some of the more, most fun things you find to do in Milwaukee? Well, I am a true blue fan of um, Milwaukee as a city and as a community. Um, but having grown up here, 
I didn't necessarily appreciate all that makes Milwaukee truly unique. And not long after college, when I went away to University of Wisconsin, not so far away in Madison, uh, I moved back for a couple of years and um, um, really had a sense that I wanted to see how things were done in other places. And after about seven years away, I lived overseas, I lived um, in Colorado, and then I, I moved back. I wanted to move back, and the the city that I left um, was nothing like the city that I came back to, and yet it was exactly the same. Things had changed in ways that I didn't know that Milwaukee was capable of changing. Uh, I left before the art museum, Breeze Soleil, had been built, and came back after it. it uh, you know, it was in place, and um, I knew that was a signal of wonderful things to come, both for the arts community and our our city's culture and our level of support for for things that are big and risky like that. Well, that said, uh, Milwaukee is not always the biggest risk-taking city in that I certainly have experienced. Um, I think there's a uh, cautious optimism built into the Milwaukee fabric. Um, the leaders of our city, both um, the established leaders and the up-and-coming leaders, I think uh, help make our reality closer to what the vision can and should be. I like to think of um, my contributions, certainly along with those of, of people in similar roles, to be an important part of kind of building for what our future will be, you know, as, as sort of this middle-aged, you know, business leadership cohort, we have a lot of um, history to carry around with us, and we have a lot of possibility in the future, and I take it very seriously that what we do today sets up uh, an amazing future of our city for our kids and for their kids, and I believe strongly in the fact that success, um, you know, actually leads to accountability and responsibility. So we as individuals that have opportunities to pass that along, both knowledge or skill or financial ability, it's a really important thing for those of us that can to step up in ways that are meaningful. So frankly, I think this this job that I, that I have now, this, um, this position at Milwaukee Film, is just an extension of how I see uh, those of us who, who can lead, even in small ways, uh, it just plays out really nicely in that way. And um, the other thing that I think is really important to keep in mind and that I'm really proud of for Milwaukee and about Milwaukee is its incredible um, tolerance for change. Despite uh, the carefulness that I think we do experience from, from time to time, the amount of development, the amount of growth, the amount of talent that we have um, um brought up here and have been able to retain, I think shouldn't go unnoticed. We have incredibly talented artists and um, uh, creatives here in this community. Uh, and a city our size doesn't necessarily always toot its own horn very well, but absolutely we have a lot of things to be super proud of. Proud of. Um, some of the things you asked about, like what I, what I love the most, I love our performing arts and our arts scene here. Um, individual artists uh, are, are incredibly emboldened and strengthened. I think the community for artists in Milwaukee has continued to grow. I love our performing arts. We have incredible um, stage performance companies here. We have incre an incredible symphony, uh, a wonderful ballet. Uh, Milwaukee Film, of course, is one of the more fun things to do and has always been one of my favorite activities once a year when it comes around in the fall. Uh, but 
you know, it wouldn't be Milwaukee without our lakefront. I always want to live near water. Uh, and being near the lake for me means being being close to home. Uh, and the incredible natural beauty of Milwaukee and its parks and our lakefront and natural resources should never, ever be underestimated. Uh, it's a pretty cool place to be. And, and like other people, I feel like I could be anywhere, and I very purposefully choose to be in Milwaukee. Wow, that was incredible. <laughs> I think... You think uh, you're a true ambassador for the city, not only Milwaukee Film. Um, I, I thank thank you so much for taking the time today. I think one last question before we sign off is: Where can people go to learn more about Milwaukee Film and/or get engaged and/or if they're coming here for a couple of days, you know, what's the one thing they ought to do around uh, Milwaukee Film? It's like this was teed up. Steve. Um, MKEFilm.org is our website. Uh, and I absolutely recommend that people check out the Oriental Theater in person. You don't have to just go there to see a film. You should check out the lobby in the main house when you can. That website is OrientalTheaterMKE.com. Um, and you can find out everything you need to know about becoming a member of Milwaukee Film. Without our members and our donors and sponsors, we could not do what we are doing, and uh, we could not be taking care of that incredible Oriental Theater uh, without that membership, so I encourage people to check that out. And the other thing I would say people should not miss in our great city of Milwaukee uh, is checking out the downtown um, uh, lakefront. And really understanding that Milwaukee is actually a surfing town. <laughs> it's a beach town, uh, regardless of what anybody from L.A. might tell you. Uh, we, we have incredible experience along the waterfront, and um, it's kind of a way of life for most of us, certainly many of us. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thanks so much, Steve. <laughs> 